morning. Tens of thousands of homes are without power across North Queensland this morning after Cyclone Kiralee made landfall. The storm was classified as a Category 3 system before it hit the coast and has since been downgraded to a Category 1 as it barrels inland. It brought with it destructive winds gusting to more than 120 kilometres per hour. Energy provider Ergon has declared conditions are too dangerous for it to send crews out to restore power. The concern this morning is heavy rainfall, which could lead to life-threatening flash flooding. Sydney is gearing up for a scorching start to the long weekend. Extreme and severe heatwave warnings have been issued for some areas. The city's forecast to reach 38 degrees, 40 at Parramatta and Penrith. Experts are warning the humidity can be deadly, making it feel up to 10 degrees hotter than it is. Thousands of lifesavers will be out in force patrolling, urging swimmers to stay safe on the water. Final preparations are underway across the country for Australia Day. In Sydney, the Opera House sales are being lit up, with artwork celebrating Indigenous history and culture. There are also a number of fireworks displays being planned across the Harbour City. A celebration is being held in Melbourne's Federation Square from 10am, which will end with a public viewing of the Australian Open semi-finals. Heavy rain has washed out an Australia Day celebration in Adelaide. Up to 30 millimetres fell with in hours, forcing organisers to pull the pin when parts of Elder Park turned into a mud pit. People in both Adelaide and Brisbane are being told to take an umbrella to events today. There is a chance of rain in both capitals. A life-saving medical duo have jointly been named Australians of the Year in a ceremony held overnight. Professors Georgina Long and Richard Scolier pioneered an immunotherapy treatment for skin cancer, saving thousands of lives. Indigenous elder and teacher Yalma Yunupingu was named Senior Australian of the Year, while the Young Australian of the Year award went to swimmer Emma McKeon, our most successful Olympian. The consumer watchdog is set to kick off a year-long inquiry into the supermarket industry following claims of price gouging. Let's go live to Ben Downey in Canberra. Good morning, Ben. What will it look into? Good morning, Joe. The central focus will be the relationship between food prices at the farm gate, wholesale and the checkout, with both primary producers and families struggling to get by. The ACCC inquiry will also look at what effects online shopping, loyalty programs like Everyday Rewards and technology have on competition in the industry, with major players Coles, Woolworths and Aldi certain to be in the centre of the microscope. Barriers to entering the market and competition will also be examined. Anthony Albanese yesterday said this should be simple. Farmers are getting less of their goods, so grocery bills should be cheaper. So he's empowering the consumer group Choice to give shoppers clear ratings about how different markets are performing. The Prime Minister says the watchdog is the best entity to examine this. It has compulsory information gathering powers on everyone in the supply chain. And while it can't forcibly change prices, it can take supermarkets to court. Coles and Woolworths say they welcome the scrutiny and stress their costs are increasing too, despite both posting profits over a billion dollars. Jody. OK, Ben Downey in Canberra, thank you. It's been revealed Labor's changes to Stage 3 tax cuts will cost taxpayers almost $28 billion over a decade. Opposition leader Peter Dutton has called for an early election, accusing Anthony Albanese of breaking his campaign promise, the PM dismissing claims he was lying during his announcement of the plan. I've always said I'd be upfront with people 
and I'd take responsibility for the decisions that my government makes. He will need the support of the Greens for the move and Greens leader Adam Bant has said the taxpayers deserve more. We're learning new details this morning about Victoria's worst drowning disaster in 19 years. Three Indian nationals drowned when they were swept out to sea. A fourth later passed away in hospital. Rima Sondi was the first victim to be identified. Her nephew and two nieces also died. This is horrific and for those people that um, witnessed it or witnessed it as part of their duties being volunteers or paid professionals, um, I'm sure it's something that they will... Um, unfortunately have to uh, recall for the rest of their lives. It's since emerged one of two helicopters involved in the rescue mission is set to be grounded due to government funding cuts. Hot off a thumping victory in New Hampshire this week, Donald Trump is back in a Manhattan court today in a defamation case that could cost him millions. US Bureau Chief David Woywood is in New York for us. Good morning, David. There's speculation Donald Trump could testify today. There he is. Good morning, Jody, and we should have an answer on that very shortly. Look, Donald Trump has said for weeks that he plans to testify in this case. But uh, look, if he does get that opportunity, the scope of what the former president can actually say on the stand will be incredibly limited. The facts in this case have already been long established. Donald Trump both sexually assaulted and defamed the former journalist E. Jean Carroll. Those facts are now not up for argument today. This is now a damages case, and it's just raising the spectre of that perhaps if Donald Trump does get that moment uh, to testify later this afternoon, that perhaps he could use it as a political opportunity here to perhaps try and sow yet more chaos in this case. Uh, as we say, it's a damages case and E. Jean Carroll, well, she is chasing the former president here for more than $15 million in damages. Of course, as you point out, Donald Trump, he comes into this courthouse today hot on the heels of that thumping victory in New Hampshire this week and any controversy that he can manufacture here, well, we know that it will just play into that narrative of a witch hunt that is washing so well with his supporters right now, Jody. OK, David Woywood in New York, thank you. Checking Friday's weather now, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 33 degrees. Becoming windy and mostly sunny in Sydney, heading for 38. A possible shower, 28 the top in Canberra. A possible early shower, 22 in Melbourne. A shower or two and windy in Hobart, a top of 21. Partly cloudy in Adelaide today, 24 degrees. Sunny and 31 in Perth. And a possible storm and heavy falls in Darwin, heading for 29 degrees. Thank you.